the contract extension. Max Duggan is a Heisman finalist. Garrett Riley won the Broyles Award. News, news, news. All coming up next on Locked On Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Horn Frogs. I am your host, uh, Stephen Simcox. You can find me on Twitter at Simcox Stephen. Handle right there. Um, I would love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, or if you don't watch YouTube and you just listen to the audio version, I would love for you to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform, whatever that might be. That's the best way to get the show. As soon as it comes out, we try to put out shows um, four or five times a week, depending on kind of how the week is going. We have a lot of news today. Um, I expected to come on the show this morning talking about Max Duggan being a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, which we will get to that. Uh, I also wanted to discuss Garrett Riley winning the Broyles Award for top assistant coach in college football. We'll also get to that. But we start with some breaking news on a Wednesday morning. Sonny Dyke sitting in contract extension. I had not heard much about this. Now, it's not entirely shocking. They're in the college football playoff for the first time ever. They're having an outstanding season. So makes total sense that um, – they're they're doing this now and they're trying to get him extended. It was just kind of surprising because I hadn't heard any rumblings about it um, in the past few days. The details on it. It's only a one-year extension. So his current contract was running through 2027. They extended him to 2028. So it's just, you know, one more year on the end of the deal. Um, he did get a raise. Now, he's a private school, so they don't disclose the exact details. But the wording of the release was that he is among the top paid coaches in the Big 12. The highest paid coach in the Big 12 apparently is Mike Gundy at $7.5 million. So I assume it's in the 7 to $7.5 million range. Uh, that's it, This is significant, right? Like, it's a big deal. Now, contract extensions and salaries, when it comes to coaches, the money means a lot. I get it. But for the purpose of the fan, really, these are just PR moves. It's a commitment from the school and from the coach and basically, they're just publicly kind of saying, like, hey, we're married here. Don't come sniffing around, right? Now, people don't always honor that covenant. And I'm not naive. I know that there will, I'm sure if Sonny continues to have success at TCU, there will be schools that, you know, pop up and say, hey, what's going on over here? What can we do? Could we get you somewhere else? There was really none of that this offseason um, that I can tell. There were some light rumors about Sonny and the Auburn job, but nothing materialized there. And, I mean, I hesitate to even mention it because it was a nothing burger. Like, that was a two-man race. It was between Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze. Auburn swung for the fences that Lane Kiffin didn't get him. They went with Hugh Freeze instead. But there were no, like, discussions that we know of, no real substantial um, news or reports about him looking around this offseason. And... I said this to Josh Neighbors on uh, Sunday, I guess it was. Um, I like Sonny a lot, and this might be an unfair characterization of him, but he has been kind of a job hopper. And I don't say that in a negative way. I mean, a lot of coaches move around. Like Gary Patterson, who was here for 20-plus years, that is a rare thing. It's a very, very rare thing in college football. 
Now, I would love Sonny to be here for a long time based on what he's done so far. And I don't have any reason to believe he won't be. Um, but he's he's been someone who's been known to kind of jump to the next opportunity. TCU is a fantastic job. It really is. And I think he knows that. I think he understands it. It's why he's here. He was here in 2017. He saw the potential. He saw what you could do here. And now he's got the coaching gig. And he's taking it and he's run with it in a huge way. Um, he's assembled a really good coaching staff. And so I think he's here for the long haul. And this contract extension is just the university and the athletic department and Sonny kind of saying in unison, we're committed to each other. And so congratulations to him. It's good that they, you know, did this. It's good that the news is going out there because it coincides with a lot of good news for TCU football. Um, and you really can't, I mean, the only thing I'm, I'm concerned about as far as next year goes is trying to replicate this because it has been a magical season in so many ways. And I think this thing has staying power. You know, they're currently sitting at 19 in the 247 composite rankings for their recruiting class for 2023. Uh, I saw that on three, I think, has them at number 21 in their composite rankings for that 2023 recruiting class. There's a ton of energy enthusiasm behind the program. Texas and OU are leaving. I think there's an opportunity for TCU to step in and become kind of the big brand name <clears throat> that hopefully dominates this conference. Um, but it's really hard to replicate what they did this year. And there's going to be a ton of roster turnover next season. So I really think next year is going to be where we see even more of what Sonny can do. Because you're not going to have all these juniors and seniors that even though they didn't produce at a high level their first couple of years, in school, you saw this season, there was a ton of talent there and there was the potential for those guys to be great. And so the, the hard thing to do is to follow it up. Like Baylor this year, they were 6-6. Six and six. Last season, they won the Big 12. They had you know a great season where everything kind of seemed to fall into place. A lot of departures on that team to the NFL draft. Now they're sitting at 6-6. Six and six. So what's, what's your follow-up? Like what's your, what's your adjustment? When, when that happens, we'll see that play out next season. They still have games in front of them now. They have a game against Michigan in a couple weeks that if they win, would send them to the national championship game, which is still a crazy thing to say out loud. But you really couldn't ask for a better job than what he did, I guess besides winning the Big 12 title game this season. And I'm glad that the two sides got together and they said, hey, we want to be here. And I think everything that Sonny has said publicly about TCU in the month since he's taken the job has been really positive. Not that there's no circumstance where he wouldn't entertain, um, you know, some sort of exit, but it really does feel like this is a place where he sees his family doing well. This is a place where he sees himself doing well and he's committed to being at TCU. So they extend that contract to 2028, which is just one more year on the deal. And with that, he gets a pay raise and becomes one of the highest paid coaches in the Big 12. That is outstanding. All right, when we come back, uh, Garrett Riley wins the Broyles Award. Also, TCU had a departure on the coaching staff. This young coaching staff that's done so well, a little bit of shakeup. We'll discuss that next. Uh, one thing that TCU doesn't really need right now, for their head coach position at least, is LinkedIn jobs because they got that figured out. They just extended the guy um, that has that job. And so at LinkedIn Jobs, if you are someone who's hiring, if you're someone who's looking for talent for your company, 
it's the best place to go. Everybody knows LinkedIn. It's one of it's the name that is synonymous with hiring, with finding a job. Everyone has a LinkedIn profile. I remember when I was in college, everyone told me you need to get a LinkedIn profile. I never did. Maybe that's why I'm currently uh, working in the mortgage industry. I'm just kidding. I like my job fine. It worked out for me. But bottom line is a lot of people have LinkedIn because it's a great place to find jobs. It's a great place to connect with people in the professional world. And so go to LinkedIn.com slash college and you can post that job opening and you can get the quality candidates you want to talk to. And there's screening questions. There's ways for you to say, okay, maybe this person's not the best fit. We don't need to waste our time. They don't need to waste their time. Let's just move on. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. You can post your job for free. It's LinkedIn. It's the smarter way to hire. You know it. You love it. LinkedIn. Thanks to them for being a proud sponsor of the Locked On Network. So, uh, also yesterday, we found out that Garrett Riley won the Broyles Award as the top assistant coach in college football. Offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach uh, Garrett Riley won the Broyles Award, and the Frank and Barbara Broyles Foundation announced that on Tuesday. Riley, of course, coached Heisman Trophy finalist Max Duggan and coordinated the top offense in the Big 12. Frogs are 12-1, and and they're in the college football playoff for the first time led the nation with 19 plays of 50 yards or longer and with at least 10 plays of going 60 yards. So congratulations to Garrett Riley. Sharp young mind, did a really good job with this offense. I understand that there are people out there that are frustrated at times with the situational play calling, frustrated at times with getting away from the run game. But overall, Garrett Riley did an outstanding job this season. I think Sonny knocked it out of the park with the OC and the DC hire. Um, Got Garrett Riley to run the offense, and that's been great. This offense has been so much more explosive this season. Joe Gillespie to run the defense, that looks like a great hire as well. Excited about what he can do as he starts to recruit and get guys that fit his system. Uh, I don't know what Garrett Riley's aspirations are. You know, a lot of OCs eventually want to be a head coach, so I'm not sure if that's the next step for him or if there are other, you know, places where he could be an offense coordinator. I know Texas A&M was interested or is interested in him. That seems kind of like a, a tough place to go um, with Jimbo Fisher being having his hands, you know, in the offense and being so involved there. But bottom line is Garrett Riley did a great job. It's another feather in the cap for Sonny Dykes. I've said this before. The thing he does really well that I did not understand about him or properly kind of grasp when he took the job is he is a CEO. He understands getting talent. He understands allowing people to do their job. He does not get in the way. He says, hey, you do this well. I see that you do this well. Do it. I'll give tips here and there. Sometimes I wish you get a little more hands-on in the offensive play calling. But I understand that he, as a leader, doesn't want to meddle in every you know single decision. And in the course of a game, that doesn't always make sense to step in and say, hey, let's do this or that. So Garrett Riley's done an outstanding job. This offense has taken off in a big way. Congratulations to him on winning this award. Some other coaching staff news, and this is uh, unfortunate news, but Brian Carrington, who uh, has been like director of recruiting here or player personnel um, at CCU, he's taking a job at Arizona State as their cornerbacks coach. So he's going to be an on-field coach. I'm sure he'll also be very involved in the recruiting process there as well. And uh, Brian Carrington is an outstanding coach. He's a lot of fun to follow on social media. He gets it. He understands the recruiting world. He understands these young men and connecting with them. Um, and so he's going to, he's going to link up actually with Rashad samples again. So Rashad samples came from SMU to TCU, 
did not make it to the start of the season, ended up taking a job with the LA Rams. Now he's at Arizona State. I would have loved if Rashad would have come back. I know Anthony Jones has done an outstanding job as a running backs coach, but I was so excited for Rashad's expertise and just his connections in the DFW area uh, coming to TCU. Brian Carrington's done a great job at that as well. Uh, and both those guys have moved on. Rashad moved on before the season of the NFL and is now coming back to college football, but it won't be with TCU. And Brian Carrington headed to Arizona State. So congratulations to him. It's obviously kind of a step up, getting an on-field job. And this is the uh, reality of if you have a talented coaching staff that's doing a great job, and especially if it's filled with a lot of young guys, then there's going to be opportunities elsewhere. And it's going to be hard to keep everybody. So for the one year Brian Carrington was here, he did amazing. And I like I think it's going to – I don't know if it hurts the the rhythm – of this recruiting cycle at all because we're so close to early signing day. Um, it, we might see it felt more in 2024, but you know, Aaron Hodges has done a, an outstanding job as well. And he's still on staff um, came up from Louisville in the off season. And so TCU will have to find somebody to replace Brian. Maybe that's just promoting Hodges. Maybe it's bringing someone else in, uh, but he did an, an incredible job. And you know, this is sort of the, the downside of, um, if you have a talented team, a talented coaching staff, you have a really good season like this that gets a lot of attention, then you're also going to uh, lose guys to other opportunities. And we saw that in the offseason with Rashad moving on to the L.A. Rams, and now we're seeing it this offseason as well uh, with Brian Carrington moving on. So congratulations to him and best of luck. Wish we could have seen him in a TCU uh, gear for a little bit longer, but it didn't happen, and that's just kind of the – the price of doing business. When we come back, we'll close up Max Duggan, Heisman finalist. It officially happened. We'll talk about that. I do want to also mention Bet Online. Um, Bet Online is a fantastic website to go to. And if you're interested in wagering, learning about it, or if you just want to, you know, have a safe place to do it, Bet Online is the place to go. They're also kind of just your one stop shop for all things sports. They have podcasts, articles, injury news the latest in the sports world, but go get that latest line. If you, if you see that, you know, Michigan is nine and a half point favorites against TCU, which is where the line is right now on bet online. And you think, man, that's easy money. I'm going to bet on the frogs. They're at least going to cover like nine and a half. They played a million close games this year. That's not happening. We'll go throw some money down there on bet online, bet online. They're one of our great sponsors. Lee Sterling from Paramount sports has uh, run that site for a long time and does an outstanding job. If you want to wager, if you want to make some cash, or if you just kind of want to see what it's about, bet online. Use the promo code locked on to get a 15% sign up bonus. Again, that is bet online. All right. So finally, Max Duggan's headed to New York. He is a Heisman finalist. He uh, got on a plane this morning and is headed to New York City with his family. He will be there along with Caleb Williams, CJ Stroud, and Stetson Bennett. Incredible story. Backup quarterback to start the year, steps in in the first game, um, and just has an outstanding season. I expect Caleb Williams to win this award. Now, it is intriguing. I think a lot of people were super impressed with how Max played in the conference title game. I think I would feel better about his chances of winning if they would have found a way to win that game in overtime. But his individual effort in that game was outstanding. And he's also had... You know, the Texas game was on a big stage. I think everybody was impressed with the team as a whole. It wasn't necessarily just about him, but he did have some big plays there. He obviously has really good stats. And Caleb Williams is having an outstanding year. 
And he's got better numbers than Max, but you know, he and CJ Stroud have really great numbers. They didn't necessarily run away with it though. The gap is not so far that you couldn't see somebody come up and, and win it. But um, even with Caleb Williams struggles in the Pac-12 title game, I still think he wins the award. That's a big deal for TCU. It's more exposure. They've had so much of that this season. And it's another chance on a national stage. We're going to see a whole you know story about Max Duggan. They do like packages for every um, player where they roll video and they have highlights and they interview them and they talk about them. There will be people he- heaping praise on Max Duggan and this football team this Saturday. Uh, while everyone's watching, and it's just more good news for TCU. It's more of a great spotlight, great publicity for the school, for the football program, and what they've done this year. So best of luck to him. Max, you have my vote if I had one. And if you come away with a surprise win, I would be thrilled for you. Uh, Just an amazing story, an amazing quarterback. He's done an outstanding job. Um, I think that's all we need to cover today. So tomorrow we're going to have some – oh, no, I do have one more note. This is from – uh, our, our friend Tommy Fisher, friend of the show, he sent me this on Twitter. Most watched college football teams of the 2022 season. This is from, is this from 247 Sports, I believe? So Ohio State leads the way with 70.3 million views. Michigan at 70.1 million. Alabama at 62.2 million. Georgia at 53.8 million. You go down a little further on the list. The only two Big 12 teams on this list, TCU and Texas. TCU at 36.3 million people. That watched their games this year. That's a product of winning. That's a product of being on on big stages. College game day a couple times. Big noon kickoff a couple times. The Big 12 title game had over 9 million viewers. K-State and TCU. The game that Paul Feinbaum said nobody would watch. Just over 9 million people, Paul. Just missed that prediction by a little bit. Uh, The Big 12 is in a good place. It's a good brand. TCU is a good brand. People like watching the Horned Frogs. People like watching teams that win. That's the bottom line. If it's good college football, college football fans will watch. It's not just always about the logo, even though the logos do draw big-time numbers when it comes to the eyeballs. But TCU, 36.3 million just ahead of the mighty Texas Longhorns and this quote-unquote flagship university of the state of Texas. Tomorrow, we're going to do Transfer Portal Talk. We'll talk about some of the targets that TCU could be looking at. All that coming up on Thursday's episode. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day.